You are now listening to Conscientization 101, an online magazine combining reflection, music, and action through independent media. It's uh, very important to be with conscious African women and men. And I'm very excited to see Conscientization 101, to see Sister Zari there and the brother James and uh, to see that you have started an organization to conscientize the world, especially African people about what's really going on in this world. Conscientization 101. A lot of these people right now in this conscious, so-called conscious movement, they're not actually living in that, in that lifestyle. Fakers. That's why, you know, obviously yourself, we're on the same sort of frequency. That's why you're listening to the same things I'm listening to because we're sharing that same sort of thought. We want the same sort of things and a lot of people don't want the same sort of things. Even yourself, what you're doing now is for the people. So everything is people-based. Globally conscientizing. What's making me proud of what um, this kind of connection here is that, you know, no matter what is said, no matter what is done, um, you, you leave that, you leave listening to our music with a feeling. The same way we're going to leave this conversation with a feeling. And um, that is the most important thing you know, for, for I and I, the, the vibe and the energy and the feeling that you leave with. Because you might not remember every lyric, but you're going to remember the feeling. So um, that's, 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 that's really important and that's what I'm getting from what you're doing. Doing, doing, doing. Alright, and welcome to another edition of Conscientization 101 Podcast. I'm your host, James Stone, and we ride solo today because Sister Zari is actually convalescing from a surgical procedure. She's getting better, and so uh, we're going to wish her the best, and she's getting better, and she's going to be back on the show soon. Also, this is the first episode of the so-called new year, okay? I say so-called because we are on the Gregorian calendar. We are on. Now, how are we on that? Due to kind of what we're talking about in this cost of globalization, Julian Cooney's book, because of imperialism, colonialism, right? The Gregorian calendar is also known as the Western calendar, okay? Do you know what Western means? Do you know what a Westerner is? Westerners are white folks, okay? I know they try to universalize everything and say, oh no, we're all one, we're all human, right? There's just one kind of human, right? And we're all striving to be that one type of human, which is Western man, right? But there is no universalism. That's why there's holes in the ozone layer because one culture imported to another landmass is not necessarily going to sustain ecosystems, okay? And at this point, I want to read some from Chin Weizu's The West and the Rest of Us because I feel it's very appropriate for all of you. I know you was out there celebrating 2017, right? Because we on the Western time. But just wanted to put this in here because this goes along with the cost of globalization, okay? Chinwezu says in the West 
and the rest of us, white predators, black slavers, and the African elite, he has this to say on page 298 on the new edition. Those who do not see Africa and the West as two distinct societies with different histories, with different problems, values, and senses of fulfillment. Those who think that the past trajectory of the West, literary and otherwise, is our own, may well encourage an assimilation of African arts into the Western tradition. They perhaps need to be reminded that being hit over the head and disoriented by a total Western invasion does not make us Westerners. So bear that in mind, just because they say it is a new year, just because we've been inv invaded and disoriented, and now they saying men should wear women's clothes, all right? This, 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 this new crop of Western shit they promoting as universal, and if you're against it, you're some kind of way a bad person. But guess what? Ain't nobody wearing no damn woman clothes over here. There ain't no damn woman. Women should wear women's clothes. Okay? But hey, what the whatever the West says goes. Okay? Yeah, right. Anyway, let's get back into the show, shall we? All right, this episode is the conclusion of our three-part series where we feature excerpts from a dialogue with Dr. Julian Cooney of the University of Arizona about his book, The Cost of Globalization, Dangers to the Earth and Its People. Again, just to remind you, this dialogue took place over two days, December 12, 2015, and January 23rd, 2016. And the complete unabridged interview is it broke up in three parts. Like we said, it's a three-part series, and it's over four hours long. We always let you know how you can get a hold of this complete series at the end of the show. So just a little bit about what this final part is going to be about, this final piece in the series. We're going to play excerpts from... It's Julian discussing globalization's effects on climate change, ecosystems, okay, and much more. So that's why I thought it was appropriate when people were like, oh, the climate change and ecosystems and stuff like that, because appropriate to reach in ways is because the, universal, the universalization of Western culture is that problem. That's globalization. That one type of humanity, Western man. As if it's the best. Where are the Indians? Right? Why am I speaking English? Oh, excuse me. Where are the so-called Indians? Because somebody got their ass lost. Okay? But you can't have an imported alien population imported all over the world that's not indigenous to that part of the world and then wonder why there's holes in the goddamn ozone layer. Okay? And then send the same perpetrators of that to try to fix it. But I'm smoking too much. Let us get into the conclusion of our series on the cost of globalization, dangers to the earth and its people by Dr. Julian Cooney. See you at the end of the show. Peace. The last chapter in your book is dedicated to talking about climate change 
And when we read this chapter, uh, Zara and myself, we were like, we didn't know Julian was a meteorologist and chemist and climatologist. (laughs) You had it down off in that book. You gave some detailed account and laid out how climate change is real and the earth is warming at dangerously high levels. You also talk about how climate change deniers Right, and the same wealthy people that fund these—you talk about that fund these groups—the same wealthy people who are positioned to profit from false solutions to climate change, such as clean coal. Why do you have clean coal? <laughs> Food-based energy, and even wind turbines. You know the hippies is all into that now. Let's oh, yeah. get a wind turbine, y'all. <laughs> Being from Texas, <laughs> being from Texas—that's right, hell. Uh. We're, we, we are talking to you, where we're talking to you from, the stronghold of many of these groups. And as you know, Texas is the largest emitter of greenhouse gases in the U.S. on par with Britain and Italy, even though Britain has thrice the human population of Texas. Okay, and we done showed you some flames, some gas flares that we live by. Okay, so just like you said in the book, and this was a sticker that used to get beat upside our head. I said, beat upside our head as cheering. Don't mess with Texas. Got the yeah. bus sticker. Don't mess. But you know that in your book, Texas messes with everybody else. <laughs> Especially when it comes to carbon emissions. So, Texas, y'all stop messing with folks, folks. And, and this is what I want to talk about. Since 2011, this is from your book, page 240. Since 2011. Uh, uh, fracking and drilling of 40,000 oil, 40, oil and natural gas wells has resulted in the loss of some 97 billion gallons of water, half of which are in Texas. The summers and winter have been insanely hot down here. That's that's me yes, talking. Yes, they, There's, they talk about drought all the time. My, my, I'm from Austin. My mama talking about city of Austin. Ordinances do not water your grass. We will get your ass. Oh, yeah, a they ticket. had a fire. They had a, they had fire, a fire in Bastrop. Yeah, those, those Bastrop. trees are still burned down. Yeah, so I, I want you, 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 you got Texas right, and you got to come down and experience this hell, okay? <laughs> but uh, again, since you unpacked. I'll make a trip down there. Yeah, you got a place to stay. Don't worry about it. Uh, again, uh, since you unpacked so much in this chapter, we would like to hear you break down the reality, the reality of climate change and these various responses to this crisis. As I was uh, saying earlier, the earth is supreme. It's not white supremacy. White people are not supreme. Globalization is not supreme. The earth is supreme. And so when you look at fracking, I was looking at the price of gas now. I think um, out here it's $1.61 for unleaded. It's probably lower in Texas. $1.49, right? $1.41. Yeah, yeah. Now, all of that price has come down because of fracking. Yeah. And they wanted to shut down, the oil companies have wanted to shut down Venezuela and Iran in particular. And so that they brought down the price of oil per barrel from $100 to $27. Now, I think it's below $27 a barrel. So, and it's fracking. It's fracking. So the United States is flooding the world market with fracking oil. Then you've got oil from shale, tar sands in oh. Alberta. Yep. Right? And um, now they, they said that it's put on hold. Obama said, you know, he's, he vetoed the legislation so there won't be 
um, you know, I think he was trying to leave some type of quote legacy of his presidency. Yeah, in terms of uh, what a joke. Yeah, he's, you know, he, they want to build a library in his honor in Illinois, so he wants some good things set up. Oh, about. that's just a false. They're gonna have a drone outside false. too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's just <laughs> yeah, so exactly. false. <laughs> have a drone, but um, but that can be undone very quickly. They can always dismantle that legislation, whatever it is, which is what what the system is all about. Anyway. Oh, of course. So when you look at how when I talk about water and drought, the Earth is a living being, and she has all of the composite minerals and materials that you need to keep things in balance between the water, the, the soil, um, the, uh, all of the bacteria, um, you know, the healthy bacteria in the soil that goes in when you plant uh, crops and plants and trees and everything else. So everything is held in balance. And the underground water supplies, there's a lot of water underground. And so you know, the trees and the plants, they have all these adventitious roots which go in deep, deep in there, and they pull that water. And that's how we get food. And then you have the bees pollinating and, and everything else to make sure that those are healthy broccoli and healthy flowers yes, and everything yes, else. Yes. Now, of course, two-thirds of the bees in the United States have been destroyed, decimated. We know that. I just signed one of those petitions because of uh, neonicotinoids, which are the poisoned pesticides, you know, from Roundup and everything else, because the bees feed on those and they die. Mm -hmm. So you have hives, you know, one guy lost, I think, 19 million up in Canada a couple of summers ago. So you just look at all of the destruction. It's all composite. It's all organic. And so when you begin to do fracking, you inject several hundred chemicals into the earth to force the oil to come up. You put that into pipes, then you have an underground pipe going like one or 200 miles, you know, uh, horizontally, and then you pull it up from the other side. So there's a lot of destruction of the underground part of the earth deep down. It's a, one of the worst forms of mining. So resultantly, the earth is not happy, understandably so, because the water. Every time you do that, you, you know, for every uh, barrel of, uh, of oil that you get out of that process, you're going to lose three, four barrels of water, mm -hmm. fresh water from the aquifers underground. Mm -hmm. And that water sustains not just human life, but all other forms of life. Right. See, so that is why you don't have to be a, quote, rocket scientist or even a soil scientist in science, <laughs> right? to understand that fracking is a, a very, very destructive. It is the most destructive process with, uh, of, of, of human, quote, human industry along with mining. That, that this, this has direct, a direct impact on the spirits of the earth. And I was talking to Atashley Jones about it, and he was saying, Arizona is, is in such a dire problem, for example. This is one of the biggest mining states in the United States, and they want to make this the biggest copper mining region in the world. I mean, when I was traveling at Safford, we were traveling for 50 miles, and there were mines, wow. huge mines, 24-7. You know, 24-7 mm -hmm. copper mines. Then there's coal mines up in northern Arizona. In fact, people were saying when they talk about Flint, 
Navajos were saying, we've always had poisoned water. <laughs> you know, uh, there's hundreds of thousands of people living up there in, quote, New Mexico um, and up in Navajo country in northern Arizona. So the, the connections with, uh, between global warming and climate change and globalization and the obsession with mining and fracking and drilling is all crystal clear, as Kwame Turin would say. Crystal clear. Okay? Yeah. But these greedy corporations, like Shell, like Beyond Petroleum, <laughs> right? Like Texaco, like Chevron, you know, all these companies that are out there, Occidental and all of them, are determined now to make as much profits in the shortest time possible. Yep. Knowing that Texas has suffered from, is suffering from the worst drought in its history and the worst floods. Yes. You yes. Those are people dying over, you know, the past month. And tornadoes. Yep, tornadoes. All kinds of, the same thing is happening in Oklahoma because of fracking. And the, geo, the geoscientists have said there, the geologists have actually advised the governor and the state uh, administration there on environmental quality and everything else on the environment, saying that it's fracking, which is causing all the problems. But they, they said Oklahoma has an economic boom. And I think they gave some money even to, what is the basketball team from Oklahoma? The, uh, whatever. The one from Oklahoma? No, yeah, I yeah. Know. I think they, they have, they have, some, <laughs> they, they have some, some basketball team. And I think they're going to use money, some of that money to build a stadium so they can get more basketball games and, or football or yeah, whatever. that's you know. what we need. You know, that, that's what we need. We use the money for constructive ends. Right. Don't, don't condemn us. Don't criticize us for fracking. <laughs> but uh, oh, so you look, there's a price that's paid, the cost of globalization, the cost of profits comes at a lethal price, the decimation of life. Like I show pictures on page 237 of the book, the glaciers calving, melting. To see the pictures of glaciers that have been there for yes. thousands of years, who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, millions of years, just collapsing. And they're not coming back. Mm-hmm. And all that melting ice now is raising the levels of the oceans. Right. And we, wa- we watched a film uh, a few weeks ago uh, about rising oceans, you know, uh, and it's talking about islands like Kiribati, Kiribati in the South Pacific, Tuvalu, the Marshall Islands, you know, which had not only been victim of atomic bombing by the United States and France and people suffering from radiation, now their water levels have risen. So many of those island atholls are covered with water. So many of those island countries are no longer existing. Bangladesh is sinking. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Miami, New York, San Francisco, Seattle. Yep, yep. Houston is sinking too, Uh, actually. Houston is also sinking. Uh All over the Mississippi Delta. Mm -hmm. New Orleans, we've seen, you know, what's been going on there. Mm -hmm. So we are seeing the Everglades virtually being wiped out. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, the Everglades, which were considered the kidneys of the earth, mm-hmm. right? A natural filtration system of the pollutants so that you have healthy water, healthy swamps, so that you have the alligators and the bears and, you know, all of the panthers and so on living out there in Florida, ancestors of the Seminole African Indian people. Yeah. And all of that being decimated yeah. with this obsession and what is it? Building high rises on the Miami beach, right? That's why the other day they had to shut down the keys because everything became unstable. The Florida keys, you know, those little tiny islands that yeah. goes all the way to the South, the tip of, of Florida. So you're looking at a situation where um, the entire earth is rocking mm-hmm. from extremes in climate. about the warming ocean effect from El Nino, okay? Right. The warming of the earth is real. And the effects, and even the scientists have said, 
they said the whole uh, system is totally defunct. It is totally crazy because we were supposed to be uh, eliminating uh, greenhouse gases, reducing them by what half, fifty percent. Then they said, well, first they said, you know, we need eighty. Then they said, well, maybe fifty. Then if we can do twenty, but none of it is happening. We are reaping the benefits, the lethal benefits of global warming from using fossil fuels 30 years ago. In other words, Ooh. even if we stopped all the cars today, yeah, you got some we still have global warming for the next 30 years. Yeah. We're talking about the future. Okay? But capitalism, globalized capitalism, predatory imperialism, and its lascivious appetite for money, material things, profit, knows no bounds yeah. in its greed. Knows no conscience, an unconscionable system. Amoral. Doesn't understand what's moral or immoral. Amoral, total sense of amorality. Because it only can see dollar signs, euro signs, yen signs, you know, all these indicators of money. And so my biggest concern there, and just like on that, that diagram at figure two, uh, which talks about, you know, biospheric related carbon dioxide cycle, and the fact, when I mention and I highlight on page 225, emission of carbon dioxide from 1750 to 2010 with that graph, you know, um, the Earth itself can only absorb 14 to 16 gigatons, billion tons of carbon dioxide annually while our human activity generates 36 to 38 gigatons per year in this globalized, industrialized era. See? Mm. Twice. The Earth can't recycle that. Yeah. The Amazon that used to be an, a, another lungs of the planet used to absorb all the carbon dioxide, right, from emissions. Today, it's a net emitter because of deforestation. Because they all are seeking for agricultural production. They're mining for gold in the Amazon, in the rivers of the Amazon. So they've destroyed the ecological integrity, the natural balance of the Amazon rainforest. Mm-hmm. Industrialism, globalization. Brazil wants to be a giant. BRICS, oh. Brazil, Russia, India, China, China South, South Africa. Africa. The bricks. Bricks. The bricks. Bricks. We're building new houses with bricks. <laughs> so you see the destruction. You see the destruction of industrialism. That's why I pray every day for the destruction of industrialism. I pray for the destruction of industrialism so that our people can breathe, so that island nations can have their culture. The creatures can breathe. We can all breathe. We must stop fossil fuel burning. We must stop deforestation. You know, there was a time when they said, uh, you remember the aerosol cans used to have um, Freon and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. These aerosol cans. Then they said they, uh, uh, this was damaging the ozone. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. stopped using the stuff inside those aerosol cans mm-hmm. that would damage the ozone. Now, of course, they say we've got green energies like Beyond Petroleum. British Petroleum <laughs> changes <changes-ness>. name. <laughs> Green energies. The only thing green about green energies is the dollar. 
And their logo. It's the dollar. Their logo. And the logo. You see? Green. We all go in green. You can't go green as long as you have capitalism. That's yeah. right, baby. And capitalism only knows one green. That's the dollar. Yep. That's the only green. And the rest of green that it sees is for money. It sees a forest. Oh, great place for building a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, great place <laughs> for building, for drilling. Yeah. The Alberta boreal forest, one of the biggest repositories of natural water. You know, uh, when you see the film Standing on Sacred Ground, in which I'm a commentator, and it's talking about Alberta and the Tar Sands Project and how indigenous Athabascan, because they're Cree people, are polluted, are eating fish with tumors. Oh, you know, man. The, yes, yes, to see the poison and how massive, how massive this whole Tar Sands project is up there in Canada. Yeah. And the oh, Athabascan yeah. River, mm-hmm. the Athabascan River, which used to be so beautiful, repository of fish and all kinds of life and deer used to go out there and, you know, water themselves and the forests were healthy, all destroyed, all destroyed. And the story in that film, Standing on Sacred Ground, the Alberta Tar Sands Project, is how this indigenous guy who was working on the mining project gave up his job because his uncle, his grandfather all died from cancer. And this guy who lost his wife from leukemia and and her sister died from cancer and leukemia and so on and so on. And then they, they came to find out that the river and all the mining was responsible for that. So, you know, we're seeing the effects. Our health, our brains, for goodness sake, our hormones, our genetic constitution, our ability to live. Yeah. So the, this global warming climate change chapter is about returning to our human roots with the spirits of the earth, with the spirits of the earth, realizing who we are and reclaiming our humanity. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how any school curriculum in this country, especially, and around the world. I know when I was in China, they were talking, they interviewed me on on some program there. And they were asking about global warming and climate change because they said every child in a school in China, every person is concerned about uh, the way that drought has taken over uh, China. The Yangtze River is, is, is drying up. The... The glaciers, the Longshuan uh, Glacier, when I was out there, Lijiang, you know, it's all melting. I was there on the glacier on the top there in the mountain. And so they're very concerned. Why is it that schools here don't have global warming as a subject? Why isn't global warming and climate change a mandatory requirement, like English is required, like math is required, for every university college student going uh, to a place, an institution in the United States? It's because they have deceived us. Because all of these universities are driven by what? The engine of economic growth, which is also the engine of economic inequality and the engine of climate destruction. Climate destruction and instability, perpetual instability. They don't want our students to know because that means we have to give up our, quote, way of life. Well, how do I get to work, honey? (laughs) You know, depending on fossil fuels, depending on these massive machines 
these turbines, you're talking about wind tur- turbines, everything needs water. Yeah, that's what they you don't know, understand. Everything, yes. Even a desalination plant in the desert needs water. Yeah. For electricity. That energy comes from, that's like lightning energy. Lightning is the highest form of energy. Electricity. That's divine energy. You have to use it in a responsible way. You know, don't use it. And keep in mind what I said last week. The Department of Defense, which I call the Department of War and Aggression, uses 11 million gallons of fossil fuels per day. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. We got Davis Mountain Air Force Base, the noise pollutant of the state, flying all their planes every time. Of course, every time they fly, they're using gas. Thousands of gallons of gas. Exactly. Right? And polluting Mm -hmm. the air. Yep. And causing noise pollution, mm-hmm. affecting the creatures, affecting the senior citizens, affecting the ba- babies, affecting the sonic booms, affecting pregnant women. We don't talk about that. Okay, All of those things. You see, this crazy system, this white supremacist globalized system, thinks they can own the sky. They can control the sky. They can terrorize us. They fly those planes real low over the buildings of the university. Real low. When I'm in my classroom, it's almost like a conspiracy. You know, you can hear shattering, shrieking, shrieking above the buildings, almost as if the glasses, are, the window panes are going to break. It's so loud. You can't hear anybody speak while they're flying. They do that several times over the day. See, it's about control, intimidation. And who are they going to bomb anyway? People of color? Some indigenous people in Nigeria or Somalia, Boko Haram, (laughs) ISIS, right? All their little shadows that they've created, Mm -hmm. like Osama bin Laden, the invasive guy, (laughs) the terrorist everybody loves to hate. (laughs) So you see how the system works. And global warming and climate change is the same as colonization. Yeah. Yeah. It sure is. It's the same, it's the same system. And what it is real. It is real and it is caused by the same colonizers. Mm-hmm. Same people who pushed industrialists. Remember the industrial revolution? Oh yeah. They, you know, they talk about that as it's not dis- as if it's disconnected from colonization it's yeah, not. Yeah, industrialization, you know, and yeah. now they talk about this high tech you know, industrialization where, you know, you can get computers talking to you. You call, you know, you're calling generally, you know, a Hewlett Packard and there's a computer oh, talking yeah, to I you. yeah, I hate that. You know, all these, <laughs> these computer, and I, I can help you, you know, and so on. And well, what is your, it's like, you know, well, you can call them up and they're the doctor, you know, <laughs> they can talk to you. So it's this high tech, you know, we've reached this, quote, postmodernist peak of postmodernism. Mm-hmm. And so you need to glorify us, white supremacy and industrialism. Worship us. Yep. Because we're like God. <laughs> you know, we're determining the future. This is what they want us. This is the undercurrent.
be like this I got a feeling that some people out there taking the mick I got a feeling that some certain people want us to miss On education to enslave us, got us caught in the shit Oh, nothing ever prepared you for the lies of the times of my eyes If God is really there, then I've got just one wish Nothing's wrong with the world, Nothing. it's just the people in it If there is a God, then he's empowered my spirit You see my life, I live it, my memories are vivid This ain't B.O.B., but I need a couple wishes I wanna finish all the wars, I wanna feed the hungry Give shelters to the homeless and abolish money Give every door for mummies, sober up the junkies I would raise the love in every single country But that's if the power was inside my fingertips And if I met Aladdin, I'd tell him don't waste a wish The government have the power, but they ain't doing shit That's why we have to work together and never dismiss The fact that we're here, like Crabs inside a bucket So when I see humans helping each other I love it We're so ignorant, innocent I and we do nothing We pretend we don't see And I think it's disgusting Life ain't supposed to be like this I got a feeling that some people Out there taking the mick I got a feeling that some certain people Want us to miss On education to enslave us Got us caught in the shit Oh, nothing ever prepared you For the lies of the times Of my eyes If God is really there Then I've got just one wish isn't it strange how people still beg for a change When it starts from inside, put the spark in your brain In my heart I'm alive but the rest ain't the same Zombified, mesmerised for a whip and a chain Best believe I'm a soldier in these rocky terrains Verbally try and reach the heights for my peeps in the game Too many peacocks waltzing around Showing feathers, trying to gain wealth Through egotistical endeavours My mind soars like a falcon through the turbulence A product of my environment, the state is murderous The quiet storm, yeah ready to get it on Train and meditate for the the next time they drop bombs or when them tanks roll through the ice streets to let us know this is warfare blood are you ready to go to the outer limits we're limitless with our lyrics in reality we're scared to even pivot get with it life ain't supposed to be like this i got a feeling that some people out there taking the mick i got a feeling that some certain people want us to miss on education to enslave us got us caught in the shit oh nothing ever prepared you for the lies of the times of my I dedicate this to all my people that aren't here and are here But wanna go back to Diego Garcia I swear some people claim they listen but can't hear Act like the only choice is to sit in your armchair Me, I didn't start the violence, I am just an artist rhyming But my mind's infected like the soil in the Marshall Islands They can disregard the riots cause they know my heart is quiet Like Bradley Manning's solitary cell is dark and silent Got a mangled spiritual slash damaged physical The ghost of Captain Cook is haunting aboriginals The ghost of Columbus is sitting in the Oval Office Met indigenous prisoners Nothing like Pocahontas The invaded side I will never ever stand on Ask the invaders They will tell you That this man's wrong As humans we advance Hear the beauty in my bars Till they put me behind them Like Julian Assange Life ain't supposed to be like this I got a feeling that some people out there taking the mick I got a feeling that some certain people want us to miss On education to enslave us, got us caught in the shit Oh, nothing ever prepared you For the lies of the times Close my eyes If God is really there then I've got just one wish
All right, this is where we got to leave it for now. But not to fret, if you want to finish listening to this entire dialogue, this entire three-part series of Dr. Julian Cooney's The Cost of Globalization, Dangers to the Earth and Its People, all you have to do is go to our store at shop.conscientization101.com. That is shop.conscientization101.com. There you will have access not only to this particular interview, but to all of C101's unabridged interviews, musical commentaries, and merchandise. And most importantly, you will be supporting 100% independent media. Again, what we featured on this three-part series were all excerpts. Get the series from the store. Get the book. Support independent media. Julie has some other unabridged interviews in the store. Go check those out. Now, this episode is featured sounds from... Conscientization 101. That's us. The track is Decolonize This, Properly Defining Settlers, Part 1. From our musical commentaries collection, you're listening to the instrumental, but you want to listen to the musical commentary because we was laying it down with the commentary. Check that out. And next up we have Native Sun, Summer Rain. From their album, Indigenous Soundwaves. And One Wish from Nate, featuring Cyclonius, Loki, and Amy True. From his album, Make It Happen. Links to the music are, as always, found on our show notes. Also, we couldn't find the link to Nate's album, Make It Happen. So, what we did was, Nate had provided it a few years back as a free download. We got the album. We got the album, made a copy, put it up on our servers. So when you click that link, we provided that for you because we couldn't find it, but we got it, but we're sharing it with you. This is a phenomenal album. Thank you, Nate. We sharing with you. We You got to appreciate these jewels we be dropping on y'all, okay? Damn. All right. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Conscient1. That's C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-1. On Facebook at Conscientization101 and Instagram at C101Editors. Also, go to the site, conscientization101.com or c101magazine.com and sign up to our mailing list. Thank you, Julian. Y'all folks, go get the book, Sister Zari, Getting Better, Convalescent, Getting Better. Golly, I'm recording this, what, January 8th? All this damn cold weather in Texas? I'm stuffed up, oh my goodness, but... That does not mean we do not conscientize at all. See you next episode. Peace. Peace.